Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Monday, May 27th. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. Uh, The time, approximately 11.30. It is 11.32. Don't know why I said the word approximately. In this episode, we are going to recap the three games against Boston, which the Astros won two of three. And I personally attended Saturday and Sunday's game. So I'll give you a little insight on what I went through. So... Friday, oh, let me add this too. We actually have four questions from listeners. I thought we had six, but one of them were just copying the questions from another guy and he was answering. So we have three questions from Grady, which Mark, you also answered, and I'm going to give you my answer. And then Astro's Thor, a listener. Finally, someone besides Mark Yu or Grady getting involved in the podcast. Keep them coming, folks. Like I said, I'm not an expert, but I will give you my answer of what I think. So Friday, the Astros win 4-3. to three. They were up 4-0. to zero. Bogarts gets a solo home run. Jackie Bradley... A solo home run off of Presley. The first run allowed in 40 games. Top of the ninth, Vasquez a solo home run off Osuna. That makes it 4-3. to three. Then Osuna gets a strikeout. Game over. That was the first run off Presley, 40 games. And I believe this has to be the first time Presley and Osuna has given up runs in the same game. I have no statistical proof. I have nothing telling me that this is the truth, but it has to be. It has to be the first time they've both given up runs. And more than likely it's true because Presley hasn't allowed a run since last August. So it's got to be true. Miley, quietly having a great year. Anyone who's not respecting what Miley has done, you need to start respecting it. Six innings, four hits, only one run allowed. His strikeout count was a little high for him. Eight strikeouts, five and two record. I'd like to know what the record is when he starts. He's super consistent. Very good, very good. Uh, he, He cut his hair and shaved his beard off. Maybe that helped out. Maybe he didn't realize how hot that it was gonna be in Houston. So like I said, Presley, Osuna both gave up uh, solo home runs. 
Osuna still picks up the save. Save number 13, he is still perfect. At least he was perfect up until that time, or after that time. Offensively, Jake Marisnik, two for four with a home run and two RBIs. So Jake knocks in two of the four runs for the Astros Saturday. So, like I've said, I did have tickets to go Saturday and Sunday. The wife not feeling good. Not feeling good. So, I took Juju, my best buddy, my grandson. I took him with me. He's never been to an Astro game, and we did have a very good time. So, we get to the hotel. We check in at 1. The game's not till 6.15. And so, for the first time, I actually used the pool. My wife doesn't like to swim, But Juju does. We took our swim trunks and we spent a lot of time in the pool and it was nice. It felt good. We enjoyed ourselves. Walking to the game, we took a lot of pictures. I took a lot of, we took very good pictures. We took a lot of pictures and it was very nice. They had a lot of things going on over there. Artsy kind of stuff in Discovery Green. Really nice day. A great walk to the ball game. He really enjoyed himself. If you want to follow me on Facebook, I posted a lot of pictures on there. Uh, Rob Fontenot, just look me up if you want to be my friend. Uh, So, we got to our seats, and let me tell you this. Lots of obnoxious Red Sox fans, and by the looks of them, just visually, I can tell... A lot of them were not from Boston. They are either from San Antonio or Houston or the surrounding areas. I don't know why or how they become became Red Sox fans. Probably bandwagon guys. But they were there and they were super obnoxious. There was one big dude behind us. Super buff. Sleeveless shirt. Very loud. Very demonstrative. And Frank was calling him John Cena. So anyway, I did forget to mention this. This was the seventh annual couples trip with Frank and Michelle. But it still happened, but it wasn't a couples trip. This, uh, So my wife did miss it. I was very sad, but it was a consolation prize that Juju whose real name is Jeremiah, if you've ever been curious. Juju had a great time, so it didn't make up for it, but it was a nice consolation prize. So anyway, the Saturday, the Astros win 4-3, to three, but it wouldn't be easy. Uh, great pitching matchup so far. Bottom of the six, Astros finally break through. Reddick and White both get RBI singles. Astros up. Two to zero. Juju, let me just tell you this. Juju was fascinated with Tyler White. He was fascinated how fat he was. He kept commenting on it. He's like, why is that guy so fat? And I didn't even mention anything. He just, he was just fascinated by him. So top of the seventh, then attendee, RBI single, made it two to one. Bottom of the seventh, Yuli Gurriel, RBI single, Astros are up 3-1. to one. 
Top of the ninth, Osuna comes in. Vasquez, a two-run single with the bases juiced 3-3. Three to three. Blown save. First blown save as an Astro for Osuna. But he does pick up the win because in the bottom of the ninth, with the bases loaded and no outs, what a beautiful, beautiful comeback. Let me tell you this. As far as the obnoxious so-called Red Sox fans there, there was some you could tell was probably from Boston. When the Astros were up 3-1 to one, and Roberto Osuna came in in the ninth inning, a lot of them, half of them maybe, had already taken off. And they started getting quiet. The ones that were there were very quiet. And then when Vasquez hit that two-run single with the bases loaded to bring in two runs and tie it up, all of a sudden, they got loud again. And they got, there was actually a couple. The guy had a very deep, very loud voice, and his wife had a very loud, squeaky voice. And they were super annoying. But they got quiet from inning seven to nine, and then they got loud. But in the bottom of the ninth, Carlos Correa shut them up with an RBI single. Astros win four to three. Osuna blown save, but he picks up the win. This is something I don't like. He comes in, loads the bases up, pitches horrible. One inning, three hits, two runs allowed, and he gets the win. This is something wrong with baseball. I somehow accidentally fell into Rob's rants. Something has to be done about this. They should give the win to whoever pitched the seventh and the eighth. They should give the win to Peacock for pitching six innings, only allowing four hits and zero runs. But no, they give the win to the guy who gives up two runs in one inning. Peacock goes six innings without giving up a run. This guy blows the save, and he gets the win. I don't know how this works. It shouldn't happen. You shouldn't go in and blow a two-run lead, and then when you leave the game, the score is tied. You didn't win the game. You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything to help the Astros win except not allow three runs, and you get the win. That is not right. Rob's Ranch right in the middle. Hope you enjoyed it, Grady. What do you think about it? What do you think about it, folks? So Rondone, he didn't have a good outing. He looked horrible. Two-thirds of an inning, one hit, one run. And a walk. He didn't look good at all. But Carlos Correa, winning RBI single. Great game. Three for four. Yuli Gurriel, Riddick, and Tyler White, two for four. Diaz, two for five. And let me tell you this, the injury bug just keeps hitting the Astros. I don't even have this written down. I kind of forgot to mention it. We already lost Altuve, who's now playing for Round Rock, so he should be back soon. Springer was hurt. He came back, hurt himself again. He's out. Diaz is out now. So they called up Jack Mayfield. So a lot of the some people someone joked on Twitter that the Astros are quickly becoming the Round Rock Astros. Not an original joke, but still funny. 
but a lot of injuries. Springer. And what's funny is we defeated the Red Sox without those guys. That's what's amazing. I don't know what the injury report is for the Red Sox, but I think the Astros did good. So like I told Frank on the way up there, the only bad thing is I really believe we're going to watch the Astros lose at least one game. Because they're going to have to sweep these guys. So the odds are they're going to lose one of them. But after we won Saturday, and I know I got Verlander coming up on Sunday, I'm thinking the sweep's happening. The sweep is happening. We're hitting good, and we got JV. The sweep is going to happen, but the Astros lose 4-1, to one, folks. Sunday was a fun day for me and the Juicer. Um, what did we do first? I know we did something. I can't remember what we did. But we did. I did. Let me tell you this about Juju. Me and him... And I'm getting old, and my knees were hurting yesterday, but I took him to almost every nook and cranny. We went up that center field staircase. We went everywhere. And I got him. we got some Bahama Bucks on Saturday because we were both very hot. But I took him a lot of exploring. And there's something I'm missing. I know there's something I'm missing, but... As we headed to the, what's the burger place called there? It's, I wish I had a producer here so I could ask some questions. But the burger place is the Shake Shack. He wanted to eat there. So we went over there to get in line at the Shake Shack. And it wasn't that big, but there was another line. And so we asked, what, what line are y'all in? And they said, oh, it's a free t-shirt. And it's by Lexus. And what it is, is a ploy to get everybody in line to have to look at this Lexus. So he wanted to get in that line. So we got in that line. We finally got our shirts. Oh, that's what we did. We got a picture with the World Series trophy. That's the first line we were in. And it was short. And the hamburger line was short. But he wanted a t-shirt. So what you do is you pick up your t-shirt and then you get in line and they make it whatever that they press it down and roll roll ink or something on it, and then they put it in an oven or something. I don't know what it's called. Um, so we picked out our shirts, and then by the time that happened, we got in the line at the burger joint, and it was super long. And we ordered our food, and then the national anthem came on. That's how close to not sitting down when the game started we were. So we got our food, sat down, game started. I didn't really want to sit there and eat a burger because we were in the outfield and you never know when you're going to get a home run. I wanted to be prepared. But anyway, like I said, Astros lose 4-1. to one. There were Boston Red Sox fans there on Sunday. However, I don't know. Let me tell you this. I just don't get this. There was one obnoxious girl sitting in the front row. And she had a Boston Red Sox jersey on. And then she had her hat on backwards. And it was a Houston Astros hat. 
What is wrong with people? There's no way that lady's a true Red Sox fan. What an idiot. I do not like that. It's, it's okay if you like two teams. It's okay. Like Mark, you is a fan of Chicago Cubs and the Astros, and he's going to the game either today or Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't remember. But who's he going to support? What colors will Mark you be wearing this series against the Cubs? I think the Cubs is his second favorite team. They're all, they'll always be in his heart. But I truly believe Mark you is now a Houston Astro fan, one hundred percent. So the Astros lose bottom of the first. It started out so good. Justin Verlander strikes out four of the six first guys he faced. Bottom of the first, Correa had an RBI single. Astros up one to nothing. So Correa strikes out some guys. I can't remember what order it was in. Maybe it was two in the first and two in the second. I don't know. All I know is he had... Four strikeouts in the first two innings. Bottom of first, Correa hit a solo, not a solo home run, but an RBI single. So we're a, we we hit one time, we scored. JV shut him down. I was like, this is gonna be this is gonna be good. Top of the third, Red Sox tie it with a sack fly. Top of the fourth, Devers with a solo home run makes it two to one. I actually. Thought that was Jackie Bradley Jr., but it was Devers. And it was a monster shot. I don't know if you watched it on TV, but I was in the outfield, and that shot was a monster shot in center field. Uh, Top of the fifth, they had a runner on third. Can't remember how many outs there were. Yuli Gurriel playing second because of the injury to Diaz. Error. Guy from third scores. 3-1. Three to one. Top of the ninth. Jackie Bradley Jr. scores from third. When somebody else grounds out. Four to one. The Astros lose. Verlander lost. Second loss of the year. Eight and two. Seven innings. Only six hits. Three runs allowed. He only had six strikeouts. The Astros had four hits in the game. Pathetic offense. And they were facing a pitcher. If you remember me pointing this out, they were facing a pitcher with an ERA of like five and a half. But now it's barely over five. They couldn't score on a triple A pitcher. I don't even know if this guy's not any good and they couldn't do crap on him. Really horrible. So now the Astros, 35 and 19, six and a half ahead of Oakland. Eight ahead of Texas, 10 ahead of the Angels, 12 and a half ahead of Seattle Mariners, who I don't even think they've won a game since April. Who knows? They're really horrible. And now the Astros are number four in winning percentage in Major League Baseball. Now they play the Cubs, Monday through Wednesday, Monday. Today is a one o'clock game. Garrett Cole against Cole Hamill. Seems like they always face each other. Four, Cole, uh, Cole Hamill's 4-0. With a 3.38 ERA. Tomorrow's game's at 7. Corbin Martin against John Lester. He's 3-3 three three with a 2.68 ERA. This is one thing that amazes me. A lot of people say the win-loss record doesn't matter. Uh, Cole Hamill's 
338, he's undefeated. Lester's 268. 338 to 268, he's 3-3. Three three. Run support means a lot. And Wednesday's also 7-10. Wade Miley, Mr. Consistency, versus Kyle Hendricks, who is 4-4 four four with a 3-34 ERA. So the records aren't that great. That's 11-7. But you look at the ERA, the uh, Chicago Cubs got some good pitchers. We have Garrett Cole, who struggled last time out. Corbin Martin struggled the last two times. And then we got Wade Miley. So in my mind, pitching-wise, series not looking too good. But you never know about Garrett Cole. He could come in and strike out 12 today. So in their last 10, the Cubs are 5-5. Five and five. Astros are 6-4. and four, So they're both about the same. The Cubs are 30-24. and 24. That's five less wins than the Astros. They are 12 and 11 on the road, and the Astros are 20 and 7 at home. So now let's get to those questions. We are 20 minutes into the podcast. Let's see how long these take to last or take to answer. And once again, these are only my opinions. I am not an expert, but if you want to know my opinions, I will give them to you. So Astros Thor asked me the first question. He said, are they using different balls in AAA? They seem to be benefiting Alvarez and hurting Force Whitley. So I had to look that answer up. And yes, they are using different balls, but they are using the same ball as Major League Baseball. I was unaware that Minor League Baseball and Major League Baseball use different baseballs. I don't understand why they would do that. It makes no sense at all. It's all professional baseball. I think they should get used to pitching. They should get used to throwing. They should get used to hitting, fielding, whatever, with the same ball that they're going to use in Major League Baseball. This is another rant, Grady. Why Why would there be two different baseballs? I don't get it. They should all use the same baseball. So I think before that rant, I had another answer to him. But I forgot. I think I was going to say something else. Oh, I know what I was going to say. When it said to hurting Forrest Whitley. Well, those balls were not hurting Corbin Martin, and they weren't hurting Brady Rogers, who are both doing great. So I don't know. I think it should benefit all of them to use the same ball that they're going to use when they get called up. All right, so Grady asked me three questions, and then Mark sent in three questions, and I I didn't read them because I want to be prepared. And right now, while I was writing them down, I can't just look at my phone because I use my phone to record the podcast, but upon reading Mark Yu's questions, they're the same questions as Grady, but he was just giving his answer. So I'm going to read the question. I'll give you Grady's answer. I'll give you Mark Yu's answer. And then I'll give you the correct answer. Just kidding. All right, so Grady, who is the most important Astro of all time? His answer, Craig Biggio. Mark Yu, Biggio. And he also said, if Nolan Ryan 
wasn't so expensive, which I'm saying, which in my opinion means he would have been around longer, it would be Nolan Ryan. So, I think one of them said, because I didn't write it all down, one of them said, if Bagwell didn't have injuries, he might be. But I would say, the answer would be, Craig Biggio. Um, Coming in second would be Bagwell and probably Nolan Ryan. But what I wanted to say is, in the end, perhaps Altuve will be the most important Astro of all time. But it it also depends on what you mean by that. Let's say the Astros never win another World Series. Ever. Could the answer be Marvin Gonzalez? Because if he wouldn't have hit that home run in game two, we would have been down two games to zero and we wouldn't have won the World Series, perhaps. So it depends on how you work. But most important, if it's not talking about winning and losing, you got Biggio, who had the Sunshine Kids, uh, played in all those games, played all those years, 3,000 hits, Hall of Famer. It has to be Craig Biggio. Number two, which minor leaguer has the best chance at making the playoffs not named Alvarez, Tucker, or Forrest? Uh, so his answer is Garrett Stubbs. He also mentioned Straw or Fisher having a chance as well. And Mark Yu says Stubbs and Straw as well. So they have the same answer. So my answer would also be Garrett Stubbs. And the reason that I'm answering it this way is because of what happened yesterday. I forgot about Max Stassi getting hurt. Max Stassi hurt himself running to first base. Max Stassi hurt himself running to first base, and I'm fine with it. I don't want anyone to be hurt, and I wish everyone the best. But what happened, Garrett Stubbs got called up. And if you did listen to the podcast where I interviewed the Express guys, this will be the first guy of the four that gets called up. So I did make some bad choices on who I talked to. However, talking to him, he was super nice. He was really nice. He has a, he has a great family that supports him. So I hope that he does very well. I hope he does so good that they may not bring Stassi back. I mean, I don't want to say I hate Stassi, but he is not one of my favorite players. And I really do like Garrett Stubbs. And I hope he does good. I hope he does make it. So who will make the playoff roster if, I, if it isn't Stubbs? Oh, uh, man. It, it could be one of the guys that are already there. Um, if Springer gets hurt again, I don't know. So they also, Diaz got hurt. They called up Jack Mayfield. So they got Jack Mayfield, Corbin Martin, Brady Rogers. 
and Derek Fisher. There are four Round Rock Express guys on the team right now. I, I forgot about all of them. I didn't write it down, but I got to it. Four guys are hurt. Four guys come up. So I don't know. I would say Garrett Stubbs. The play of Max Stassi. But maybe it won't be a catcher. Because you get to the playoffs, Max Stassi isn't going to play anyway. So perhaps they do go with the speedster, Miles Straw, who's already been on a playoff roster. Who knows? Because you don't need five starters. You need three or four. Especially in the first series. So maybe it will be Miles Straw. Who knows? I think it all depends on injuries. But Miles Straw is a good chance. Uh, I was going to say Craig Biggio. Garrett Stubbs has a good chance. They both have a very good chance. So, who are the best two listeners to the podcast? Grady says Hector from Harlingen and Billy, or Bobby, Bobby Ray from Alabama. And Mark Yu says, other listeners need to supply Rob with some tough questions. So my answer, if he really wants it answered, the best two listeners, does that mean who listens the best? Because I don't know who listens the best. Because I don't know how good you hear. But if you're referring to who is the most interactive with the podcast, I would say it would be Mark U and Astros Thor. That would be the two people that I say are the best listeners to the podcast. And uh, I'm sticking with it. So anyway, we're pretty close to the 30-minute mark. And that means it should be... Let me tick, open the computer. Yeah, it's 12.01. You got one hour and 10 minutes... Before the Cubs game starts, and I believe I said in the recaps, I don't know if I remember saying this, but I'm glad if the Astros lost Saturday or Sunday, I am very glad that they didn't lose Saturday because there were super amount of annoying, obnoxious people, and Sunday, they were very tame. And the loss didn't sting as bad. So, before I go, once again, had a very good time with Juju in his first trip to the Astro Games. And all of you, keep my wife in your prayers. And thanks for listening to Astros Baseball. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.